the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. I was just about to welcome in State Representative Gary Click, and I just got a text. He has to cancel. So uh, we're going to go solo on this one, and um, we're going to talk about House Bill 68. That is in the State Senate right now, and I believe it was actually reported out of committee let me see here if I – okay, I'm going to ask Gary if he has any updates right now. I'm sending the text literally while I'm on air with you. Um, <clears throat> but I'm looking – if you go to legislature.ohio.gov and you search House Bill 68, you got to do this. If you're not doing this, you really need to. When you When you go to a bill, go over to documents and – there's going to be a section called analysis, and you can see the analysis from the Legislative Services Commission – as introduced, as reported by House Committee, as passed by the House, as reported by Senate Committee. So you can see the changes analyzed by experts that are attorneys, uh, nonpartisan attorneys. So any updates? He said duking it out. So this is being duked out right now. (laughs) What is it? It's uh, House Bill 68, and it has two critically important components. It's the SAFE Act. Saving Adolescents from Experimentation, and then the Save Women's Sports Act, which does exactly what it says. It saves women's sports for women. Men cannot compete against women. They can't go into their locker rooms. So I will uh, continue to communicate with State Representative Click and see where they are in the process, but What this bill would do, it would prohibit a physician from knowingly performing gender reassignment surgery on a minor. First of all, our brains don't fully develop until about 25 or 26. We tell our kids that all the time. I mean, we use it for a lot of things like what do you want to do? Who do you want to marry? Um, Make sure that you're cognitively developed. One of the straw man arguments, though, from people who oppose this act vehemently And you could almost just line it up in your mind. You know who they are, right? They say, well, I thought you stood for parents' rights, Jack. I do. But parents don't have a right to abuse their children. They don't have a right to lop off breasts that would prohibit a woman who changes her mind and detransitions. And they don't tell you that 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 happens a lot either. They deny it. Can't breastfeed. And if she goes on hormones, takes enough testosterone, may not even be able to reproduce. Or that if you lop off a male part, that you may not be able to produce children. 
That's abuse. Particularly when you consider that we now know the abuse is funded by drug manufacturers who will profit from your kids taking drugs. It's backed by clinics and hospitals who will make money when your kid undergoes the knife. So this prohibits a physician from knowingly performing gender reassignment surgery on a minor. It prohibits a physician from knowingly prescribing cross-sex hormones or puberty blocker drugs to a minor for the purpose of assisting with gender transition. It prohibits a physician from aiding or abetting those prohibited practices. It permits a physician to continue to prescribe cross-sex hormone and puberty-blocking drugs to a minor after the bill's effective date under specified circumstances. It outlaws a mental health professional from diagnosing or treating a minor for gender-related dysphoria or a condition without first obtaining the consent of at least one parent or legal custodian or the minor's guardian. So that should put the kibosh on all of these social uh, transition efforts by schools. Can't do it. Ohio law would prohibit it. Prohibits a mental health professional from diagnosing or treating a minor for a gender-related condition without screening the minor for other comorbidities, abuse, and traumas during the course of the treatment. We've heard testimonies from detransitioners who said, I was sold a bill of goods that in order for me to be happy and healthy and to stay alive, that I would have to transition that would solve all of my problems. But it didn't. I was depressed. I became addicted. There are underlying problems that might be producing the dysphoria, meaning it might be a symptom of a larger problem. So this would prohibit a mental health professional from diagnosing or treating a minor without looking at those comorbidities. We uh, played the audio clip of one Ohio woman who transitioned and detransitioned who said that when she went to people she trusted, they didn't even talk to her about other potentially underlying issues. They essentially said, oh, you're tall. You're going to make a great boy. You're going to, you're going to make a great male. This is going to, this is going to do the deal, right? This is going to make everything better. And then when she went back and said, why didn't you screen for this? Why didn't you check for that? Why didn't you talk to me about this? You know what the medical practitioner said after ignoring her multiple times? That's a new field. That's why it's called the save adolescence from experimentation. It's a new field. We don't know what we're doing. The word is going to lop off your body parts and put you on hormones. Um, it establishes penalties for physicians and mental health professionals who engage in conduct that the bill prohibits. It prohibits Medicaid coverage of gender transition services for minors. Let me check in with Gary Click uh, quickly. Give me just a second here. I'm going to ask if he is in, if the bill is still in the Senate or back in the House. Okay. Save Women's Sports Act, it requires each school that participates in athletic competitions or events administered by an organization that regulates interscholastic athletic conferences or events to designate separate single-sex athletic teams based on sex of the participants, not sexual preference, not gender ideology, 
sex. Male, female, XX, XY. You know, follow the science. Requires each state institution of higher education or private nonprofit college or university that is a member of the NCAA, NAIA, or NJCAA, which is the National Junior College Athletic Association, to designate separate single-sex athletic teams and sports based on sex of the participants. Prohibits a state institution, private college, school, interscholastic conference, or organization that regulates interscholastic athletics from knowingly permitting a male athlete to participate in a female athletic competition. Well, what happens if they let it slide? Well, it authorizes an athletic participant to file a civil action if the participant is deprived of an athletic opportunity or suffers harm as a result of a violation of the bill's single-sex participation requirements or if the participant is subject to retaliation for reporting such violation, you know, whistleblower protection essentially for the athlete. It prohibits a state agency or political subdivision accrediting organization or athletic association that operates or has business activities in Ohio from taking adverse action against a school, school district, or college or university that complies with the bill's single-sex participation requirements. It entitles these provisions of the bill Save Women's Sports Act. So that would be a segment of House Bill 68. And uh, I'm literally texting State Representative Gary Click, who is the bill's creator. Now, he created the SAFE Act. Jenna Powell created Save Women's Sports. And it looks like it has one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Oh, my goodness. Probably 45 co-sponsors. Hey, uh, Republican supermajority in the House and the Senate, get it done, son. What are you waiting on? Protect our kids. Protect women. Get this thing passed. Pronto. Final segment up next on The Bruce Willis Show. Rounding third and heading home. Thanks for staying put and joining us here for the final segment of The Bruce Hooley Show on 98.9 FM, The Answer. I'm Jack Windsor, editor-in-chief of The Ohio Press Network. Read our stuff at theohiopressnetwork.com. You're going to get a pulse on people, politics, and policies that you won't get anywhere else in the state of Ohio. Uh, Real quick update. Still trying to ping uh, Gary Click. Which uh, and a couple of other lawmakers, their non-response leads me to believe that they're in caucus right now. That means that they're meeting as a party before a scheduled session. It looks like the Ohio House will go uh, live at 2 p.m. today, so just over an hour. The Senate at 1.30. Did you know that you can watch live both chambers on the Ohio Channel at all the W's, ohiochannel.org. You can. You might want to watch today because I think House Bill 68 will be cussed and discussed. Right now they're deciding in caucus. It's the Republicans who huh, – I better, I, better, I better qualify what I'm about to say. In the House, it's the Republicans who decide what they bring to the floor 
And uh, I got to use the term Republican lightly because Jason Stevens is what it looks like when you co-op Republican leadership with Democrats. It truly is. I mean, I had a telephone interview with him earlier in the year and he talked a lot of trash about being maybe one of the most conservative people. I haven't seen it. Scuttlebutt as he cancels sessions often because he's afraid that he's going to be vacated. He certainly didn't do a good job of getting the 60% threshold issue taken care of in a timely manner that didn't give opponents the opportunity to get money and messaging lined up. I fully put at his feet passage of Ohio issue one. I think he's incompetent at best, and I'll keep it at that. But the Republicans are deciding whether they're going to have House Bill 68 on the floor and vote on it, uh, as well as potentially uh, House Bill 8, which is the Parents' Bill of Rights. But my understanding is um, House Bill 68, which is the SAFE Act, Save Women's Sports Act, which we talked about before we went to break, added a grandfather clause. What does that mean? It means anyone already on puberty blockers when the bill passes and goes into effect will be allowed to stay on them. They're hashing out if they can do the same with cross-sex hormones and surgery. So I want you to think about that. Before Neil Clark died, he wrote a book. I think it was titled, What Do I Know? I'm Just a Lobbyist. He's the guy that was arrested in the Larry Householder bribery scandal that committed suicide in Florida. In his book, he talks about how I'm going to call it the medical industrial complex. The healthcare industry in Ohio basically is an ATM for the Republican Party. And I think that shows right here. If you're going to allow kids, minors, to be on puberty blockers after a law is passed, to me, you don't recognize abuse. You recognize the hand that butters your bread. And you're protecting your campaign contributions. You're protecting the power and privilege of lobbyists who are pushing for drugs, drug manufacturers to protect their revenue streams at the cost of our kids. Shame on you, GOP. Shame on you. Um, it has to go to the Senate floor first, House Bill 68, then to the House for concurrence. And... It looks like it will get concurrence, and it better. If you, as a, if you are a Republican, you count yourself a Republican, and you cannot stand up and support protecting kids from experimentation that would forever change their ability to reproduce, you are a coward, and you do not belong in office. And I would invite you to come on air with me anytime for the scathing that you deserve. So it looks like the Senate would have to pass it first at 1.30 p.m. today, and then maybe it gets kicked over to the House. Will Jason Stevens stay in session long enough to get the deal done? You know, he clocked out early last week after the Senate 
made changes to issue two language and kicked it over to the house for them to finalize. Jason had, had already had enough. He had some milk and cookies and he's ready to go home, take a nap. If you wonder why I have sour grapes about Jason Stevens, go out to the Ohio Press Network at theohiopressnetwork.com and read Bipartisanship or Betrayal. We are almost a year later. You know what? I, I might do that for you tomorrow. I might read you the whole stinking article so that you can see what was being said when Jason Stevens partnered with 21 other Republicans in name and they partnered with Democrats to get Jason Stevens the speakership. It's alleged that there were deals and promises made. Now, Stevens denies it and, uh, Democratic leaders, though, pretty much paraded around after Stevens won, confirming what people were saying. But as one of my old wrestling coaches used to say, it all comes out in the wash. Right? Are you stained? If you're stained a year later, then maybe what they were saying in the beginning is true. So we're going to go over that tomorrow, and we're going to figure out, was there a deal made? I mean, the the laundry list is pretty long. And I might even get a state house insider, a Cap Square expert on to talk through some of those pieces. Maybe maybe I can influence him to come on air with me. I don't know. He might not want to. Um, but we'll give you an update tomorrow on House Bill sixty eight, uh, the Parents' Bill of Rights, and uh, much much more. Let's see what else do we have lined up for tomorrow. Trying to get. Warren Davidson, Congressman Warren Davidson from Ohio's 8th Congressional District, and uh, Jim Jordan, Chairman of the House Judiciary Committee. Because I think we're going to see some movement on the Biden impeachment effort. And um, I want to talk about some of the stuff that we've reported that's been uncovered in committees that, namely that $40,000 check, that's written to Joe Biden from Sarah Biden <laughs> that reflects the 10% held for the big guy. Uh, Hunter had just been paid $400,000 from a communist China energy company. And then Daddy-O gets a check for $40,000. It was just written by Sarah, though, and not, not by Hunter. And, you know, that's that's how dumb these people are. They're going to go, oh, it didn't, it didn't come directly. It did Joe Biden didn't get he did, uh, uh. so uh, hopefully we'll talk to Jordan about that tomorrow maybe Warren Davidson uh, nonetheless we will be back at 11 and we'll be here from 11 to 1 set an alarm tell your friends tell your family tell them to tune in tell them to call and uh, I look forward to spending some more time with you tomorrow thanks for listening today have a great rest of the day Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. 
The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.